Hello and welcome back to the Brand Matters Podcast. We took the week off for Thanksgiving last week, so it's good to be back in the chair. Today we're going to talk about why brands need to adopt a vertical mindset. It's an article that I published in MarTech series earlier this week, and I'll incorporate some of the insights shared by speakers at the App Promotion Summit in Berlin this week as well. Okay, so why do brands need to adopt a vertical mindset? I think the strongest argument for why brands really need to get on board is this is where users are. This is the trend for user experience is to stay vertical, to shoot vertical, to consume vertical. And so for brands to resist and continue to push horizontal content is is actually doing the consumers a disservice and ultimately it's doing the brands a disservice by not meeting users where they are. Some market research studies have shown that people use their phones vertically about 94% of the time, which is incredible. There are some edge cases of horizontal use and that's really like if you're going to watch something for a long time on Netflix or YouTube, then sure, you'll turn your phone sideways. There are some games that people play that, that need to be in horizontal mode. In general, you think about if you're doing an Instagram story or you're browsing Twitter or even just checking your email, you're walking around on the street holding a coffee in your hand, you often have your phone in vertical mode. When smartphones first came out, there was a huge pushback about vertical video where a lot of consumers said, hey, we want to shoot our video horizontally because it'll look better on YouTube or it's that's how we're used to watching because we, we're used to the desktop ratios, we're used to TVs and we're used to thinking in terms of, of horizontal. But as social media has taken over and apps like Snap, Instagram, Musical.ly have really pushed this vertical format, we found that actually it's time for brands to catch up. Snap has found, in some cases, vertical video ads on Snapchat have nine times as many views through completion compared to horizontal video ads. And really, a lot of it comes down to if someone's already in a vertical orientation, they're not going to want to turn their phone for your ad. They, they really don't want to turn it for anything unless it's a you know hilarious viral video. It fits into a user flow better to stay vertical and to continue to push through that. What I want us to think about is not just going vertical only for social media and only for content, but also to step back and think about things like in-app advertising or user experiences, really changing our way of thinking, changing that mindset into really thinking vertical first. I've seen a lot of brands, especially say if they're trying to advertise video content, they take their horizontal content and they want to just, you know, splice it up, cut down the sides and make it vertical that way. That works, but it's not the best. We really want to get to a place where for the best platforms, the ones that are our priorities, we are tailoring content specifically for them. And we aren't just repurposing content that's shot for a different format, but we're, we're starting from the creative process. We're starting earlier and thinking about, okay, I know that consumers are going to engage with this piece of content in a vertical manner, and how do I make use of that space? And sometimes that's going to mean ha starting with a horizontal format video on the top of the screen and having other elements to use the rest of the screen. One trend we're seeing with, with this new batch of edge screen smartphones, is things like the iPhone X and Samsung Galaxy S8 and the Pixel 2. The screen real estate on a smartphone is getting taller. That's one of the first things you'll notice when you pick up the iPhone X is just how tall the screen is. So we're going to have to figure out what to do with all that extra space. We don't want to have bars. And that doesn't mean we just fill it with filler, but we need to take this into account in our creative process. 
at App Promotion Summit on Thursday, Marie Ann Lambert, the global head of paid social and mobile marketing for HelloFresh, which is a meal delivery service, shared a case study about how they scale their app with Facebook ads. And one of the things that Marianne reminded is the key is to design your content for the platform that you're reaching and not just the platform in particular, but the specific use. You don't just recycle what works for a newsfeed ad or a newsfeed post for your Instagram stories. And the shift to things like Instagram stories is something that everyone's adjusting to. At the after party for the App Promotion Summit, someone was shooting video vertically, and a guy next to him was giving him a hard time saying, oh, you should be shooting that horizontally. And the other guy stepped in and said, look, if you're shooting that for Instagram stories, you got to start vertical because otherwise it'll just cut off your sides anyway when you import it into Instagram. So that's something to think about. What users expect in newsfeed versus how they're experiencing Instagram stories. Those are two very separate contexts and situations, and we really need to accommodate the user's expectations and needs within those specific cases. So I know it sounds like, oh, that's so much more work for marketers to have to think about designing content specifically for each of these new platforms, and new platforms are coming out all the time, but it really is worth it to identify where your audience is and then tailor make your content and your marketing specifically for those formats. It's going to have a better result overall and leave a better impression with your customers. Also at App Promotion Summit, Elena Tsarkova from Wuga shared a case study for her about using Facebook app event optimization and specifically incorporating videos into promoting their games. They did some A-B tests on different types of content for their marketing, whether it was just straight gameplay videos or focusing on the characters or even having like a live action style video where it shows people playing the games in out in the real world. And what they found is that gameplay videos had more than double the click-through rate of the live action videos, which w was surprising. And so now they're focusing on the simplest videos just to straight gameplay because they found it has a better return. At the same time, not all markets do really well with videos. There are certain countries where banners are performing better, whether it's because they don't have the bandwidth to, to watch these videos or the way that customers are encountering them. They're, they're not really ready to watch a video. So Elena encouraged marketers to think when you're looking at the rest of the world, you may want to also do banners. Even though they have a slightly lower install rate, they might get a higher click-through rate and may still be a, a better return for specific markets. That said, video in developed markets tends to have a higher click-through rate with a higher install rate than other formats. It's a great way to really show off game content if you're promoting a game. And it tends to have a higher retention rate, whether it's because uh, you find the right customers that are interested in your features or they're uh, discovering the game and really sticking with it. We need to be prepared to create and market for the best format that's gonna engage the customer. And right now, video really is where it's at, and vertical video is especially where it's at. So whether you're a content creator or a brand marketer, I hope you're thinking about how to get yourself in a vertical mindset so you can reach customers where and how they're already using their phones. That's what we've got for you today. Good luck working with your creative teams on, on tailoring this content. Thanks again for tuning in to the Brand Matters podcast. We'll be back next week. I'm Josh Ong, your host, and this episode has been produced by Sebastian Liu.